Lukutus Sicha is Chelik Yutches, Chagav Shpuas Sicha Aleph. A summary of the Sicha. In regards to Matan Torah, the Gemara tells a whole story about what happened when Moshe Rabbeinu went up into the heavens. He came, went there to, take, to get the Torah. So when he came up, the, the angel said, what is this guy doing here? What's a human being doing amongst us? So Hashem said, they came to take the Torah. So they said, this treasure, this uh, treasure that you have that's been here for so many years, you want to give it to the human beings, to the people? What is a, uh, what is a human that you should even mention him? So it's better that you should leave it up here in the heaven. So Hashem said to Moshe, uh, answer them. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, what does it say in the Torah that you're about to give? I am God that took you out of Mitzrayim. He said to the angels, did you ever go to Mitzrayim? Were you slaves to Parai? Then he continued, what does it say? You should have no other gods. Do you live amongst nations that have or that serve other gods? Why do you need the Torah? And he went on throughout the, the Seres Adibris. Do you do work that you have to rest on Shabbos? Do you do business that you have to be told not to steal? Do you have parents? Is there jealousy amongst you? Do you have a Yetzirah? So when they heard that, they acknowledged that it was right that it should go down here. So there are Svarim that explain that what, were the, what was the basis of the complaint of the angels? Why should he leave it up there? For, for what reason? Why do they need it? And the answer that they give is, because there's a halacha, in, in halacha it says, that if somebody sells a field, his neighbor, in, uh, somebody sells a field, and the neighbor wants to buy that field, he has a right, it's called bar metzra, the neighbor, he has a right to, even if it was sold to, the, to another person, to go and take it away from that person, of course to pay, to pay for it, but he gets first rights to the field, because the Pasuk says, you should do what is right and just, and therefore, since it's, it's convenient for somebody to have a field next to his, it would be very helpful to him, therefore he should have the first rights to it. And that's why the Malachim said, it's up here, the Torah is up here, we're the neighbor, therefore we should get the, the rights to the Torah. And that's why even, it, even though it's already in the Torah, Tzavaz Ben Yisrael, the Torah itself is written to the Yidin. So it's already a done deal. What do they want now? The answer is that even if the, uh, the field was sold to somebody else, the Bar Metzra, the neighbor, can come and take it away from them. So they said, yes, I know you wanted to sell it to the Yidin. You wrote it to them, but we're taking it away. We have a right to it. So then how did Moshe Rabbeinu deflect that, uh, those tainas? What did he say? So there are many answers given. Amongst them is this. One of them is that a bar metzra only applies to real estate, not to movable objects. The Torah is not real estate. Another answer is that it only applies by a sale. But if somebody gives somebody a gift, the neighbor can't come and say, give me the gift. Of course not. A third answer is, and the Torah is a gift. The, uh, the Yidin, uh, a third answer is that the Yidin are related to Hashem. In fact, they're called the children of Hashem. So a person has a right to give his relatives, sell, or sell it to his relatives, and then nobody can come and say, you can't sell it to your son, I'm the neighbor. The Yidin are the, the sons of Hashem, and therefore they should get it. A fourth answer is that Moshe Rabbeinu, it says that he was a godly man. From the midway down he was human, from the midway up he was godly, and therefore he too is godly and heavenly, and therefore he is also a neighbor, just like the Malachim. 
A fifth answer is that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, it says that he was judging the Jewish people. And anyone that judges truthfully, a judge that judges truthfully, is considered to be a partner to Hashem B'mayse Bereshis, and the laws of Bar do not uh, apply to a partner. A person can sell it to his partner, even though there's another neighbor that, a na- neighbor that wants it. So really, all of these answers have uh, these difficulties with each one of them. For instance, the last few, which only apply to Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is godly, therefore he's heavenly. Moshe Rabbeinu was a partner with Hashem. But he was taking the Torah for the rest of the Jewish people, not just for himself. Even though that can be answered because the Yidin are also carved from under, the Shamas of the Yidin are carved from under the, the throne of Hashem, so they are, we are also heavenly. The Yidin are also partners of Hashem because the Yidin were already keeping Shabbos before Matan Torah from Mora. And when a Yid says, Vaychulo Shamayim, it says that he becomes a partner to Hashem. So the Yidin were also partners. So that can be answered. However, the, gen- the big question about all these answers is that it doesn't seem from the answer of Moshe Rabbeinu that he's addressing any of these issues. He said something completely different. He didn't answer any of these answers. In fact, the last three answers, he seems to be going the opposite direction. The, the answer to the Bar Metzra question is, we're also heavenly, we also belong up there, we're also partners. Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, no, we live down there, amongst the, the Goyim, amongst the other nations with the Yetzirah, we're far from here, that's, what he, that's the direction he was going. So he seems to be answering the opposite of these answers. Also, in regards to the first answer, that uh, since it's movable objects and not real estate, Bar Metzra doesn't apply What's the reason that Barmetzer doesn't apply to movable objects? Because you could tell the, uh, the neighbor, go get yourself your own. You can bring, buy one and bring it here. What do you need mine for? You can bring your own. But in Baitera, it doesn't apply. What do you mean bring your own? There is no other Torah. That's the only Torah that's available. I'm the neighbor, therefore it should go to me. In regards to the uh, second answer, that it's a gift and a gift that doesn't apply. But we find that the, the Torah is called an inheritance, we find that it's called a gift, and we find that it's called a sale. The, the, it's, the Chachamim tell us three different expressions about how the Yidin got the Torah. And each one of the expressions expresses another relationship that the Yidin have with the Torah. But in any case, we find that it's called a sale too. So it really doesn't answer that question, that it's a gift. It's a gift too, but it's also a sale. Another answer that is given which comes from the, uh, the, what the Mepharshim say, that the angels really, they didn't want to have the entire Torah, because they knew that they weren't really, the practical aspects of Torah don't apply to them. They wanted the esoteric, that's what they wanted. And since that's the only thing that they wanted, there's another law regarding Bar Metzra, that if somebody sells all of his assets to one buyer, the, the neighbor can't come along and say, but this one field you have to give to me. If he sells all of his assets, then the, the buyer gets all the assets. And since the Malachim only wanted one part of the Torah, and the Yidin were buying, so to speak, the entire package, therefore they get it. Another answer that can be given is that if the, the neighbor only wants it to expand his holdings, you know, it'll make him more comfortable. But the buyer needs it for his parnasa. He needs to support his family. He is desperate for it, so then you sell it to the, to the buyer. The neighbor can't say, I need it for my 
expansion of my assets, of my holdings, and he needs it for supporting his family, he gets it. So therefore, the malachim, what do they want it for? They want it, to, you know, for more comfort, for more, whatever, however you want to describe it. But the yidin, we need it because we have to counter the Yitzhara. The Yitzhara is constantly on our back, and the only antidote to that is the Torah. So to us, it's, des- it's a desperate need, and therefore, the yidin need to get it. But the problem still is that Moshe doesn't, doesn't seem to be responding to this at all. And even though he mentioned the idea of Yitzhara, but he doesn't seem to be saying in the context of the Yitzhara, it's a constant battle. What he's saying is, you don't live in the reality of Torah. The reality of Torah, the practical aspects of Torah, doesn't apply to you. But the Malachim knew this. They weren't asking for the practical side of Torah. They were asking only for the side of the esoteric part of Torah. So what is Moshe Rabbeinu's answer? So the answer that the Rebbe gives is this. The purpose is well known. What is the purpose of Torah? was Nis'ava Loi. Hashem wanted a place a place that he can live and be comfortable in the lower realms. That's the purpose of Torah. And when we say Dira, what does it mean a play, a home to live in? Why does he use that term? Because Hashem, a home is a place where a person can live fully, fully exposed, fully expressed. You don't have to, and when you're outside, you have to appear to people in the way that they want to, they need but in your own home, you're comfortable to be the way you are. In other words, this is the place where Hashem can express His very essence. That's what He wants in the Tachtainim. And because that's the purpose of Torah, that's the answer to the Malachim on the matter of Bar Metzra. There is a Halacha also, that if somebody wants it, the neighbor wants it in order to plant agriculture, but the buyer wants it to build a home. So then the buyer takes precedence living, the place where you're going to live takes precedence over the place where you're going to do your business. And therefore, since the Yidin may need it in order to make a they are going to be building a home for Hashem through the Torah. That's why they need to have it. That answers the question of Bar as well. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. The Yidin, they live in the reality of the, of the real world, of the Tachtainim, of the very lowest realm, which is where the Eivishter wants it to happen. And so he said, there's a Yetzirah there, and there's parents there, and there's business there, and there's all these things which are the reality of the Tachtainim. That's what he was saying to the Malachim. They're going to be building a Dira in that space. That's why they need to have it. So it's Moshe Rabbeinu answering this answer. And Moshe was also saying to the Malachim, don't think that we're leaving you out. The fact that the Yidin will be making a Dirvatahtainim will also benefit you because that will reveal the essence of Hashem not only in the Tahtainim, but it will also reveal the essence of Hashem in the entire Seder Shalos, including into your place. And when we do it, when we get it, as the uh, the Mashal is, when you lift up, when you want to lift up a structure through a lever, you have to put the lever at the bottom of the structure and then you lift up the entire structure. But if you only put the lever in the middle, somewhere in the Yonim, you're only going to lift up from there and up. The bottom will remain unlifted. So we need it in the Tachtainim. When we lift up the Tachtainim, you too will be lifted up. The entire Ishtalshus will be lifted up. And even though the Malachim might be able to come and say, in this, but we're the neighbors, so let us make a dira in El Yonim. Let's make a dira up there. We have the right to make a dira up there. Why should you get? The answer is the malachim have no ability to make a dira. 
The only way to make a dira is when you have to deal with the tachtainim, which means you have to deal with those things which are in opposition to Hashem. And the Yid has to take those things which are in opposition to Hashem and turn them from yesh, from their ego, egotistical and independent, they think that they're independent from Hashem and they turn it into godliness. They reveal into this place that Hashem is really Hashem Hu Elikim. It's all about Hashem. So that's the only way to make a dira. Because Hishachus, it's something that is a, you create a new reality. It used to be opposition to Hashem. Now you create a reality which is, it becomes a part of Hashem and also worshipping Hashem. That's newness. That's Hishachus. The only true expression of Hishachus is possible only from Atmos. Nothing else truly brings out something new. Everything else can only accomplish something based on what they came from. But newness only comes from Atmos. And the only way that the Yidin can accomplish that is with the Kayacha Atmos. And when they accomplish that, they bring Atmos into the reality. And that's what Moshe Rabbein also alluded to when he said that because the only example of this of this kind of creation that we have is birth. Birth is a somewhat of a newness that comes about. And so he said, the only place that you can truly have renewal, that kind of, not renewal, but newness, is in the reality of this world. And that's the only place you can make a dira, and that's why this is the place where it's going to happen. This is the place where the Torah has to be given, and that's what happened.